0: Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. I am McLovin. You
3: are
2: tearing me apart, Lisa. Come with me if you want the live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now,
1: here's your host, Sky and Colin.
4: Here's Johnny.
1: Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky
0: and Colin.
1: I gotta stop calling them moviegoers because given the times, these motherfuckers ain't going
0: anywhere. You said movie streamers a few episodes ago. Yeah, I mix it up. I like to have fun. I like to have fun. Is it, that, the, our whole show is fun. If you're listening to the show and you're not having fun, then just stop listening.
1: No, 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 don't tell them that. <laughs> Cause there's plenty of times where we're not being fun, we're being serious. Like we'll get to the review and be like, oh, uh, the cinematography, and they're like, fuck off. And they like this is a click, fun skip hey, you know thirty. What?
0: You know what? That's that's the that's the crossy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: That's the bear on your cross.
0: Yeah. It's grizzly. usually a
1: bear on there, right?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a grizzly. I nice was going to say
1: Grizzly. Get out of my fucking brain.
0: Dude, same wavelength. Dude, we've been on one, as the kids say. hmm <laughs> Yeah, we're 100 P. <laughs> it doesn't even We're apply. freaking lit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are people still saying, like, 100?
0: I don't know, it was, we're fuego. <laughs> Ooh, Fuego. Yeah. Oh, man. But how have you been, dude? How have you been?
1: Dude, I have been great feeling real good i'm super excited for this episode
0: yeah this is, we are both super stoked for this episode
1: yeah so we 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 did this movie in a trailer park only like what two weeks ago <laughs> three yeah, weeks ago
0: it came out in the vivarium episode so
1: this is the fastest turnaround from a trailer park to a movie review i think we've ever done on the show
0: We said on that episode, though, we're like, it's hard now because VOD movies and we're not getting like a ton of new movies. We got to pick and choose. But we really wanted to do the one for Butt Boy uh, because we were like, oh, like, look at this trailer, dude. But when we did that trailer park, when the episode dropped, the movie was already out for a week.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, We might have recorded it the day before it hit streaming or like two days before it hit streaming.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this is really quick. It's, you know, that episode came out. Uh, two weeks ago, so yeah.
1: Okay, so there you go. So just, just goes to show that the amount of fucking work we're putting in for the Swampies.
0: You don't deserve us. You really don't deserve us.
1: Honestly, they don't because the episode we have today is fucking packed to the gills with awesome shit. Yeah. Actually, I feel bad because if there's any Swampies who really enjoy the trailer park, you're getting boned because you're going to have like three episodes where we don't do it.
0: Yeah, you really are. But, you know, that's helping us out. But, I mean, I think that people can live with that for this episode because what we have is so much better than, than our stupid trailer segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're
1: not going to get to hear that awesome jingle.
0: It it slaps. It does slap. You know, I listen to that. That's actually my ringtone.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the that's ringtone for my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time my grandma calls
0: I was gonna say I should actually just make like my ringtone just like my favorite clip from this show so it's just super pretentious I just <laughs> someone calls me my own voice is talking to me I'm like, oh yeah
1: must be for me because that's me talking to me
0: <laughs> if you guys met
1: me I'm
0: me I'm pretty awesome well people ask me to like you know or like call me like well, you know what are you up to and I'm like Oh nothing. I'm like you know working on some animation work. Listen to my own podcast because I really like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> See, I hate it. Oh no, I hate it too. I, I'm making a I'm making a joke. Making a joke. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah, funny you get stuff. Yeah, funny, funny Comedy. things, Comedy. <laughs> One thing that is actually really good about this show is that I hate the sound of my voice, and I guess you feel the same way. But like, I feel like I, I've grown to live with it because I have to. But <laughs> yeah. Well, in in my editing the show. I don't hear me
1: anymore or you even I hear just two other voices. Like half the time when I'm editing, I don't actually listen to what we are saying. I'm listening for certain things or any gaps or when you say something stupid, I'm like, well, I got to cut that out.
0: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Okay. Surprised that I'm even on the show anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. With me at the wheel.
0: (laughs) But yes. Do you want to tell the swampies why we're so excited? Well,
1: I guess I do. I guess I do. I
0: was going to say, we're going to have to say it eventually.
1: Yeah. Dramatic effect. But we got a chance to not interview one person from the movie. No, two people. Wait a minute. That's not even right. Is it three people? Fuck you. You idiot. It's four. We talked to four fucking people from butt boy.
0: Yeah. And I'm, you know, we won't spoil it yet, but the people we got to interview, I'm super excited that we got to talk to them.
1: It was so awesome. I think we say it a lot when, we, when we're we talking to them and we'll probably say it a hundred more times throughout this episode, but could not have been more excited to talk to all of these people. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy these interviews because we're it was just a good time. Like I, I had such a good time talking to everybody. It was so much fun.
0: Yeah, it was. It really was awesome, and you know, we'll 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 get to all of that. I don't want to, don't want to get into it too much. I did want to tackle some movie news though, real quick. You want to get into this whole Universal VOD thingy, dude? Tackle me, baby. Okay, I'll just tackle you right in the fucking street. <laughs> <laughs> Which um,
1: street? You got to tell
0: me where we're meeting. Yeah, social distancing. Yeah, tackling people is definitely off the list right now. <laughs> yeah, can't even two hand touch. <laughs> So anyway, Universal Studios. Um. <laughs> Good segue. Keep going. Yeah. You got it. But yeah, so uh, Universal they've they've basically said the the new Trolls movie, Trolls World Tour. Yeah, it's a big deal. Trolls I guess has made been more profitable for them uh, on VOD than than how it was you know the rest of the franchise was in theaters. So they are basically talking about making the window between when a movie goes into theaters. And when they can release it on VOD smaller because they, I think, believe that they could be just as profitable. And then since then, AMC came out and basically said, well, fuck you. We're not going to we're not going to play Universal Studios movies anymore. And then literally like an hour before we started recording this, uh, Regal just came out and followed suit. So that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Think about the properties that are under the Universal umbrella and that these theaters are like standing up and being like, guess what? Jurassic World Three not showing it. Fast nine, not showing like, are you fucking serious? Like at first when AMC announced that, I'm like, who are you to decide? Just two weeks ago when we were talking about you, we were talking about how all of the news is like, guess what? You ain't gonna survive this shutdown. Like AMC's bleeding money and they may not be able to reopen. And now they're calling the shots on Universal, like we're not gonna play your movies. I'm like, that's a big dick move
0: it is especially because uh the Jurassic World franchise and the Fast and Furious franchise is almost a guaranteed billion dollars and you know i know that the theaters don't make as much money on the ticket sales i don't think but they make a shit ton on like the concessions and people come out and pay money to go see these movies so yeah i was i was surprised by that and i also think it's it's a little bit weird like i feel like that is so circumstantial because trolls is like the perfect movie for VOD if that makes sense because no absolutely it's it's not a movie that surprisingly I didn't go out and like see trolls in a theater like that wasn't a thing that I was like I need to go see this really I was like I don't want to see that at all um but but, but (laughs) I was gonna say but like I I think that's the perfect movie because like a parent they want to keep their kid occupied to like okay I don't I'll just rent this. I don't have to go out to a theater now. Like I don't have to get the kid in the car and bring him to the theater. I can just rent it and play it for them. And I feel like that is perfect. Whereas like a movie like Jurassic world or fast and furious, like people are going to want to go see that in a theater.
1: Yeah. Anybody who would go see fast nine or Jurassic world in a theater will not skip the theater experience. If it's on VOD, they're going to still go to the theater. Cause that's how you see those big action movies but I agree with what you mean. Cause like a lot of parents are stuck at home with their kids and it can be real stressful. So to have some sort of new entertainment for them is huge So I think most of their business is built on that. And I don't think other movies will be successful the same way trolls world tour is on VOD. So I don't know. I think universal jumped a gun on even announcing a thing like that. I think they should have maybe put out a couple more movies and just test the waters with different genres.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think they jumped the gun, and I think that the whole like backlash that AMC and Regal's had is a little like kind of premature, I guess. Because again, like I I really don't think that the VOD thing is going to hurt the big movies. The movies that AMC and Regal wants in their theaters, I don't think are going to be affected by the VOD thing. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and even for me, like if the theaters were open, I would still take Logan to a movie. I was actually just talking about it like yesterday. I miss going to the movies, not only because until the shutdown, I was doing it three times a week. So it became part of my normal routine. So it feels weird not going to a movie. I feel like I'm not doing any work, but I miss bringing Logan to go see these movies. Cause I love watching him react. Even if I hate the movie, like I didn't enjoy watching Arctic dogs, but I enjoyed going to see Arctic dogs because I got to watch him experience it.
0: Mm-hmm. One of I know it wasn't your last one because I think the last time you were in a theater was The Hunt, but Onward was the second to last time that you were in the theater, and Onward was the last time that yeah. I was in a the theater, and you had a really awesome experience with Logan in the theater for that, and then I was in a fucking moving chair because I saw that movie in four D. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're getting you're getting wet,
0: dude. I was getting wet. I was getting rocked. I was they they were flipping me around. This it was crazy. I'm still sore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the moral is we miss the movie theaters and it's unfortunate that they're in this kind of like fucking stalemate with the, with the studio, like one of the biggest studios too.
0: It's big news for, for sure. And for me, like I'm just, I'm more concerned about AMC, I, even though there's not an AMC near me, like I just really don't want them to go out of business. So I'm like, ah, oh, you might be really fucking yourself over with this.
1: That's what I mean, like, what a weird time to take a stand like that when all of the news about you is, like, you guys don't have any money. Now they're like, oh, yeah? Well, we're also not going to show these huge franchises. That'll show them. I feel like it's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt Universal. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. But we got a lot to get to, buddy. So, you know, for the Swampies, just so they know, like, these interviews were recorded before we're recording this episode because we wanted to make sure we had all the logistics set up. So it's not, it's not a live interview, but it is live. Like it's live when we did it, but not when you hear it. But I guess that's how a podcast works because this is a week in advance. Unless you record it live and you release it live. Which we didn't because <laughs> we we didn't. <laughs> because
0: that's shut up. <laughs> shut,
1: shut up, Swampy. <laughs> so first up, we had the opportunity to speak with two of the actors from this movie and we're going to play you that interview right now all right so we are super excited because we actually have two very special guests on the quote-unquote virtual futon with us this week not only is it judy and ann from butt boy the butt boy but they have their own youtube show that they co-produce write, direct act in so welcome to the show christina clifford and shelby dash how are you guys doing
2: Hi, Hi! Thank you so
3: much. That was so nice. I like being on this virtual futon. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: The good thing about the virtual futon is that it's not broken, while the real futon is destroyed. Absolutely
0: <laughs> broken. Always. <laughs> it's, it's now just a bed.
1: I think it would be inappropriate to interview people on the broken futon, a.k.a. now just a shitty bed.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, no, it's no, still for some purpose at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: So to start off, I just wanted to ask you, how did the two of you get started working together? Did you two know each other beforehand or was it something that you, you know, you met on a project or anything like that?
3: Um, it was actually kind of a gradual thing. We met in an acting class, I want to say eight to ten years ago. I mean, that ages us for sure, but <laughs> I think it was around that time and we kind of knew the other one wanted to produce content and we just kind of started doing it. The first ones were really bad. Like like embarrassingly bad. Um, I think one
2: of them was called vampire diaries. Oh my God. That one is so embarrassingly bad. It's just like, it's us and one other girl watching the show vampire diaries, which was like a huge hit at the time. And like, we're making fun of it and it's just, it's not funny. It's bad. The the background noise is atrocious. It's, it's not cute. <laughs> <you. laughs> but I guess, I guess
3: you gotta be bad before you get better. So they say.
2: <laughs>
3: so they say. So um, we ended up doing this one video and posting it to Instagram. And for some reason, this was before like everything was super saturated on Instagram, but I remember it getting like, 10,000, 10,000 views or something like really quickly. And we were both like, Hey, that's, that's interesting. So we're like, maybe we should do more of these. So that's kind of how it snowballed. And then we started writing together. And so was, yeah, I guess it's just been like a gradual courtship, if you will.
2: <laughs> a long-term relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Domestic partners, except we don't live together.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I I wasn't expecting um, you guys to actually watch our videos. (laughs) Neither
2: (laughs) was I. (laughs)
1: Oh oh no, we came prepared. Although I haven't (laughs) seen the this vampire one. Now I need to know what it was all about.
2: No, it's I. It's I think I took it down because I was like, this cannot. This cannot see the light of day. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) It's like the lighting is bad. Like.
3: The camera stuff isn't great. Like it's just all around. We're both like in fat
2: stages when we shot it. It's like not
1: good. You got to start somewhere. for For us, we have a our first episode. I was like, dude, we cannot release this. The sounds awful. Like we sound like a bunch of amateurs. Like I'm, I'm scrapping it. And we we joke about it now on the show. We'll talk about like, should we release our Overlord review from like two years ago? You should.
0: The first episode's really bad, but then our second episode's possibly worse.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. every I think we all have a rough start in the beginning.
3: Absolutely. That's what it's all about. But it does... Like, you even saying that makes me want to go back and watch the first one you guys did, or listen to the first one you guys did.
1: <laughs> oh, well, the, the first one we have posted, it's a long one. We've shortened our show up substantially, because... Damn was uh, it's boring. Like in the beginning, it's pretty boring. I we have to admit. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very good.
3: (laughs) That's the other we definitely learned how to cut stuff out over the years. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you gotta trim (laughs) (laughs) anywhere you can. But yeah, no, of course, like we wanted to do our research. We wanted to make sure we were coming correct. So we (laughs) watched a a lot, almost all, I'm assuming, of the of the YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) now our show is called two dudes movie reviews with sky and colin as a full title and i noticed on on youtube you guys had the banner up top christina and shelby how was it trying to figure out whose name comes first because i know colin and i almost had to kill each other
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we even talked about it
3: i don't think we did either i think we still kind of switched back and forth for different things i mean i think Christina and Shelby sounds better, but I do
2: too. Really? Yeah, I do too. (laughs) And it's my Google account, so it's like my name shows up for like the actual name of the account or whatever. So figure the least I can do is put Christina's name first.
1: (laughs) That's fair. I
3: think what we we do swap it swap it every so often. There's no set standard for us.
2: Yeah, that's true. But it does sound better, Christina and Shelby. Got that hard K in the at the top?
1: Yeah. There you go. It's also alphabetical, so I was like, maybe that is the winner. It's like, let's just go alphabetical, so that I, nobody has hurt
0: feelings. I think we should have no set standard and put Colin first.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. We'll see. What?
3: Well, how did you guys decide?
1: I think it was mostly because I introduced the show, so it would have been weird for me to be like, "Welcome to the show with." And then he has to go and then I go. So I think it was just more of a rhythm thing for our introduction.
3: Totally. Totally. That makes sense.
2: I feel that. I feel
0: that. How did you guys meet? Me and Sky, actually, we used to play in bands together. But when we first met, we were playing in different bands. And our bands just always played at the same shows, coincidentally. And then... uh, Amazing. Yeah. And then eventually we ended up working on something together. But on the way to band practice we'd always just be like talking about movies and we'd be like, man, it'd be really cool to do like a podcast or like a YouTube channel where we could like talk movies. And we're like, yeah, but fortunately we got this stupid band bogging us down and then the band broke up. So now we're we're doing this. Oh, I love that. That's a
2: great
3: story. Can I just know real quick what instrument you guys play?
0: I play drums. Uh, Sky plays guitar.
3: Nice. Okay. Sick. Sick. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once we realized we were we weren't going to make it as rock stars, we were like, you know what? Let's just be podcasters. <laughs> the next best thing. I hear that. It takes I can do it in my pajamas. Who the fuck cares?
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's the natural next step. Of course.
0: <laughs> so Butt Boy comes from a Tiny Cinema skit which you two have, you know, acted in and worked in for the last two or three years. How did you guys get involved in Tiny Cinema?
2: Well, I when Christina and I started making videos together more regularly, they just, uh, Ryan, who's the co-writer, um, of Butt boy DM me. And he was like, Hey, um, would you ever want to be in a video with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. So then, um, I think the first video I did with them, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's the one about the iPhone, um, Mm -hmm. face swap. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the first one that I did with them. And I, I showed up at this guy's apartment, and I was like, might, might die today, but um, it, ended up, it ended up being great. And they're honestly, like, when you start doing Instagram videos and stuff for anybody that, you know, or any kind of content, especially, like, when it was fairly new, there's so many, like, fucking, sorry, I don't know if I can curse or not.
0: No, you <laughs> curse away, yeah.
2: Okay, I can curse my, okay. Um, There's so many fucking like unprofessional weirdos and like, I I once shot a video that was like a one minute video and it took, I was there for eight hours and it was like the worst thing ever. So when I met them, I was like really impressed by how like they're all so cool and nice and kind and super professional. We were in and out and obviously everything they do looks amazing. I was like, holy shit. Um, and from there on, we just started, like, if they needed somebody in a video, they would hit up me or Christina and, um... I think the first video I did with them, they were actually doing
3: something for, what was it, the, something professors... The one we did together? Yeah, the one we did where we were taking Molly.
2: Yeah, at my
3: (laughs) house, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: For the video, of course.
3: Yes, of course. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Probably could have, but, um, but I remember them. I was like, God, these guys are geniuses. Like, just the way they knew how to work the camp. Like, they were just professional AF. And I was like, God, oh, they're geniuses. We got to keep that contact, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got to keep it. Yeah, and when I found out that they were making a movie they had mentioned to me, like, in passing, like, oh, there's kind of this mom role that, like, you might be good for, but honestly, I think you're too young. And I was like, fuck that, no, I'm not. And I remember, like, they were coming to my house to shoot a video, and I cut my hair. I had really long hair, and I cut it into, like, (gasps) a mom bob that day so that when they came, they would see me looking like mom as fuck, and then (laughs) hopefully I would get it. I never knew that. That's hilarious. Mm hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think because um, I had been in a few of their videos and obviously me and Shelby are tight. And I th- I remember Shelby, I think you were like over for some reason working on something. And Tyler had contacted you and said that the woman they were going to use for the Judy role had like mm-hmm. dropped out or couldn't do it or something. And so I was like, I'm I- I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> I think that lady was also supposed to be a little older, but makeup.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's the point of movie magic.
3: Exactly. Totally.
1: Also, I like mom as fuck as like an aesthetic. I like that as a. (laughs) That's my look now. I don't know if I can pull it it, off, but.
2: It's a look. It's you're serving looks when your mom is fuck. Yeah.
1: Well, obviously, you two both have a background in writing and particularly like in comedy. So when you're working on Butt Boy, did you have any opportunities to kind of add anything to your characters or kind of improv while you're on the set? Or what was that like?
2: Um, Yeah, we did. I mean, anytime I've worked with tiny mm. cinema and that their whole crew um they always send a script but they always are very open to like improv and you know if you don't want to say something or if something doesn't sound right to you say it in whatever way you want to say it so yeah they are very they are super open to it um obviously like but boy isn't um you know the it's it's funny but it's taken very seriously so there's not a lot of room for like you know there's a lot of room for improv but there wasn't a lot of like slapstick improv <laughs> but um yeah mm. there's definitely like a lot of freedom
3: yeah they're pretty great with that i feel like they're super like comfortable to work with you know what i mean they like got your back yeah i didn't really
2: have any lines boy. but <laughs> <laughs> yes you do okay can i just say something really quick about your performance in in the movie That last scene where you're running to see your kid, I'm like taking over, like it's my podcast. I'm like, hello world. Um, That last scene where you're running to see your kid, I know you and that scene still makes me emotional. Like I think she's so good in that scene. And usually when you're watching someone you know, it's like hard to kind of forget that they're your friend in the valley. But I think she's, I think you honestly like make the emotional aspect of the movie in that scene. Oh, that's so sweet.
0: I was going to say the Judy character actually has like a really good emotional payoff towards the end of the movie. You just touched on this though, but um, you know, the movie obviously has a a really dark tone. Everything in it is played super straight even though the subject matter is ridiculous. I wanted to know what like the atmosphere was kind of like on set working on it because, you know, normally with tiny cinema everything is very over the top, but this is all being played off yeah. very dark. I feel
3: like the time ta- at least the time I had on set Like it was super like behind the scenes, at least was super light. And like everyone was having the best time. Everybody knew everybody just like friends hanging out basically. But when it comes to the tone, I think they just knew exactly what they wanted. And I mean, I I think that was the only difference between like behind the scenes and like what they actually wanted for the tone of the movie.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, it feels like we've all known each other for a while now. And even then it felt like it, it's got kind of like a family feeling to it. I mean, obviously, like I was still so nervous, but um, it definitely had like a family feel to like the cast and crew. And I just kind of treated all my scenes as drama scenes. They are drama scenes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
3: yeah. I think the one time I was on set or – The one where he's in the tree looking in the window. I think it was like Tyler Rice's birthday or something. And I remember just thinking, like, everyone's saying happy birthday to him. And it was just like really cute. And everyone was so great. Like, even uh, like the makeup artist and um, everyone was just so tight. That's awesome. I agree. That made it really
2: nice. Sorry about my cat, guys.
1: never apologize for a cat cats don't give a fuck
2: he also wants to be a part of this podcast so well, he
1: said, well what has um, he been in
2: <laughs> he has been in many an instagram story his scenes were cut from the film um but he is still a star at heart
1: well he seeing what you. they did with the dog in this film it's probably better that your cat was cut
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, he actually wasn't in it. Um, I was just kidding. But uh, his probably because he doesn't give two fucks.
3: But Marty is a star. The
2: dog. Marty is a star.
1: <laughs> well, we we tried to get him, but his agents were really tight about what they wanted him to do next.
2: Oh yeah, yeah you can't tough. you can't You're pin tough. him down. Yeah, he was really <laughs>
1: hard to get through. I can imagine he was difficult to work with too. Then.
2: No, he's probably actually the, um, he's probably <laughs> the lowest maintenance member of the cast.
1: So what was your reaction like when you got to see the finished product?
3: I mean, I knew it was going to be great. So I wasn't surprised that it looked amazing. I, I was just like, I remember watching it because I, I think, uh, Tyler had given us like a Vimeo pre- thing because you guys were at the premiere in um where were you guys Fright Fest?
2: Austin. Um, Oh fantastic yeah.
3: And we couldn't go so he gave us his Vimeo password and we watched it from um, our living room but I just remember being impressed as always and Shelby did fucking fantastic and I was just kind of like so excited to watch it. It's just awesome to see like their passion come to fruition.
2: Yeah, it was pretty crazy to see it all come together. And I always feel like I I knew that it was going to look amazing, but it's just so crazy what Tyler and them were able to do with like $125,000. Like it looks like a $2 million movie. And I'm also going to take my cat out for two seconds. So if I don't answer, that's why. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, and Bill, the cinematographer, he he's just exceptional as well. And like, I feel like Tyler and him work so well together with their vision. So I don't know. I, I All the props to these guys. Cause they're really outstanding in every way.
0: After seeing what they did with just a, you know, a one minute short turning it into a feature film. Are there any characters or skits that you guys have done that you think would make a good movie?
3: Oh, that's a good, that's a good question actually one of my favorite tinies is with bill the cinematographer i don't know if you guys have seen this one but it's called pace boy and it's about how bill has a problem with pacing back and forth and he actually does this in real life and they they give him shit about it but we were actually talking one time and we were like we should do a movie about pace boy and pace girl (laughs) And (laughs) and how they find love (laughs) <laughs> but uh, like I just I just remember having that
2: conversation. I'm like I'm in. I'll be the pace girl if you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> she is cast. She is fully cast. Um, yeah. I don't think we have any. There, I don't think there's one that we ever thought we would turn into like a full-on um movie. The only thing I could think of would be we do these like characters called pageant moms, and it's oh two you you meant uh, i, I pageant that. mom's name Terry and Annette. Did you say did you talk about this?
3: No, I thought for some reason I thought they meant another tiny, but I I, I was confused.
0: E- Either still, <laughs> uh, but fine. still, you still did it. You
3: still,
2: you still did great. <laughs> um we yeah, we have this like mockumentary um basically about these two pageant moms that are terrible mothers and sort of like best frenemies um so if anything i think we would probably want to want to see you know terry and annette take it all the way to the top
3: <laughs> yeah we love the characters so much
2: but yeah me and shelby are actually working
3: on a romantic comedy feature right now oh, nice we're getting close but it's not from one of our shorts it's just like a So me and Shelby have a little secret (laughs) where we love reality TV. Actually, it's not a secret, but but (laughs) well, it's definitely not a
1: secret now. You just told all of our listeners. Yeah,
3: (laughs) Yeah, true. But basically, the film is about um, a lady going on The Bachelor, and she does it intentionally to ruin um, the bachelor's life. But it's like a, it's like a you know funny romantic comedy twists and turns, you
1: know. Well, I'm I'm imagining there's no point where she takes The Bachelor and shoves him up her ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, there there, isn't that point. That wouldn't be a bad idea.
1: (laughs) So, like, out of all the different hats that you guys wear when you're working on your shorts, like, you know, you're writing, you're directing, you're acting, like, what part of that process do you guys find, like, the most enjoyment?
3: Um, I would say... Bits from each actually, like when we're coming up with ideas and um, different videos to make, we kind of like go on a whole brainstorming sesh, and those are really fun because when we're coming up with these certain ideas, like we just end up dying laughing. And when we know it's a good one, when we can't stop laughing about an idea, so I feel like there's bits and pieces from each part of the process. Um, Shelby is re- She taught herself to edit, and she's really great at it. She taught me how to edit, so I'm getting better. Um, Good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but there's definitely uh, like some really great moments when we're putting something together after we've shot. Um, when we're kind of working on it together, that are really fun and like just putting it together is its own. Adventure in a way What about you
2: Shalbs? No, I thought that was a wonderful answer. I was just thinking about how when we first started like writing and making things I It was like kind of surprising to me that I felt like Sometimes you write something and on the page you're like, oh my god This is so funny and then you shoot it and you're like, wait This isn't that funny and then you edit it and you're like, wait now it is funny or I've shot things. We've shot things before where I'm like, this is not going to work. And then when we edit it, it finally comes together. Or we've shot things that when we're shooting, we're like, this is great. This is so funny. And then we edit it and we're like, no, it's not. So (laughs) I would say there's ups and downs. And that was a learning curve, I think. I don't, that didn't answer the question, but it was a thought.
3: Yeah. I I also love when shooting, there's a lot of times where, you know, you get the giggles and sometimes it's, it's the uncontrollable, but it's, it's fun and painful at the same time. Cause you're like, we have to get this shot, but we can't help ourselves. So that, that's a little bit, some bittersweet, sweet moments.
0: <laughs> I guess uh, going off of that, would you ever want to go the butt boy route and do all those things for a feature film? Like, do you have any interest being the director and producer and writer and actor on something like that, or is that what you're doing with your rom com?
3: I would I mean I wouldn't be opposed to that. I feel like that that's kind of like the dream. Um, but I also wouldn't be opposed to selling a script, you know, and letting other people take the reins. Um, but I think I think there will be opportunities for us in the future to kind of wear all hats, like you said. Would two dudes like to see a Shelby and Christina feature?
0: <laughs> oh, we'd be there for it.
2: You would? Okay.
0: Yeah. I think we uh, both would be
1: so
2: sweet. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did you guys think of the movie? You didn't even tell us. Like, are you going to be like, we hated the movie and now we're talking <laughs> to
1: these girls. <laughs> you know, we joked about that uh, ahead of time. Cause like we, we had the movie, we were, we were watching it. I was like, this would this would suck. Like if we're interviewing everybody and we're like, yeah, no, it's awesome. And then like as soon as the interview ends, we're like, this movie fucking sucks. I'm giving it an half. <laughs> <Yeah! rap."> like, <laughs> but I wouldn't oh, be yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about that. Um, not to spoil it for our for the Swampies at home because we always save our grading everything at the end. But Colin and oh. I have said uh, just in our own text conversations, our own calls, like this is the perfect movie for our show because. We pride ourselves in, like, legitimate, like, film knowledge and critique, but also we are morons who tell dick and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it, Butt Boy was made for us. Like, this is, yeah. like, the perfect movie to fall into our lap.
2: It really was. It really, yeah, it really was. And, I mean, that's them, too, so their film knowledge, especially Tyler is like an encyclopedia of film. And I always have said that, but yeah, it's definitely a combo of those was still like that, like millennial guy sense of humor, I would say.
1: Yeah, definitely. I wanted to thank you guys so much for taking the time to chat with us and talk about the movie and what you guys got going on. Is there, is there anything that you guys want the, the swampies at home to find you on i know you have the youtube channel i know you guys are posting on instagram all the time
3: yeah, yeah. um they could check us out on the ka cliffo and the shelby dash shelby dash is your instagram handle right
2: yeah it is just just my name
3: full name um we will eventually start reposting or posting more videos on the youtube um once we get out of this core core you know
0: Yeah.
3: but <laughs> Yeah, I think Instagram might be the best place to check yeah, us out. Yeah, we're
2: pretty active on there. And then our YouTube also is just Shelby and Christina. So, or you can search my name. I think it'll just come up too if you search Shelby Dash. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome.
3: Thank you.
0: Oh, Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it.
3: Of course. I'm excited to, to listen to more episodes. Me of too. Course. Especially that first one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So we are. Quick Colin, We got to delete that.
3: (laughs) So I guess we're technically swampies now, right?
1: Oh, that would be a dream. Woo. We'll we'll have to get you. We'll have to get you one of our shirts that says I'm a (gasps) filthy, stinking, no good swampy.
2: Yes, I need that. I need that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have to see if we could, uh, if we can make that happen for you guys, but no, we really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and, uh, we look forward to seeing what you guys have coming next.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. so nice talking to you. Yeah.
0: I was uh, I was really stoked to get to talk to them.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. We, like, seriously can't thank them enough for uh, coming on. I can imagine it's weird when they got an email from a show called Two Dudes Movie Reviews. It's like, what, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> My favorite part about the whole, like, emailing thing that you pointed out to me a few days later is... Like after we had been talking via email for a while, you were like, oh man, that joke that we set up when we made this show is still on our, our email. And what we did is oh, we yeah. we combined our first name and our last name. So it said that Shelby and Christina had been talking to Skolin Holmes I'm like, we got we gotta change that. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nobody's gonna take us seriously.
0: That was really awesome though. And if you haven't heard of them before, definitely go out check out their their Instagram and their their YouTube because uh, Shelby and Christina's videos are really funny.
1: Yeah, I think we mentioned it in that interview. See, this is what's difficult about recording these separate from the interviews. But yeah, like we had a really good time doing the research for these because we we just got to watch people's comedy sketches. And I'm a huge fan of comedy. You know, dabbled myself in the comedic riffing of sorts. <laughs> This isn't selling me well at all. I'm like, yeah, I've done, like, com- comedic joking in front of folks. Like, okay, dude, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This isn't a good sell. I'll, I'm never going to get any work out of this.
0: <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, but it, it was it was really awesome to actually, like, do the work. And, uh, you know, the Swampies know that I'm not the one of us who does the research. But
0: this one, I actually did research, guys. <laughs> You need know, to play the uh, applause sound effect for that. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Cheers. How does he do it? <laughs> How does he do it? <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we've all had a great time. And yeah, it, If you know, like I said, if you haven't heard of them, definitely go because they're awesome. It was so much fun to talk to them. And uh, they're super funny. And I can't wait to, to see what else they do in the future. It was just awesome talking to them. I'm really stoked about that. But guess
1: what? The party doesn't fucking stop there. That was super aggressive. You know me, dog. Yay. Yeah. I'm aggro, baby.
0: <laughs> Bull in <laughs> a china shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. We did something on a recent episode where we talked about breaking out the fine china.
0: It was... I get, this should be a tiny cinema short. We were talking about how the there was a child... And you keep him in the attic, and he is the fine china, and you bring him out.
1: For oh, yeah, you bring him out on Thanksgiving like a cornucopia. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's what
0: it was. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about where we would get to that, but that's usually how the show goes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. We just went down a, a wormhole, a dark wormhole, almost like a butthole, you know?
1: Great segue. I see what you're doing, Colin. You're setting me up, and I'm going to slam fucking dunk it. <laughs> okay,
0: go for it. <laughs> don't fuck this Here up. Here comes the
1: slam dunk. That's right, Colin. Butthole indeed. <laughs> Little callback for our Instagram uh, brackets for anybody who checked those out. But we're traveling down a butthole of our own, I guess. Okay, <laughs> I didn't slam dunk line. it. The
0: greatest slam ever.
1: <laughs> it bounced off the ba- off the rim. Yeah, I hit the back of the rim and it bounced back and it scored on my own team. Mm-hmm. That's how hard it bounced back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we. Had the opportunity not only to speak with Christina and Shelby, we got to talk to the butt boy himself.
0: Mm -hmm. Writer and director on this film, both of them. It was really cool. Yep.
1: We're fucking high on life right now. So here's here's that. (laughs) That's a good intro. Here's Here's that. that. Yeah. Hey, Swampies. Here's that. So we are extra excited here at the two dudes dome, or whatever we call our fucking thing. (laughs) But we got some really special guests with us. We got two of the writers, the director and an actor and that's just that's just two guys because I don't know if we can handle having that many people on the show at once in this day and age the technology won't allow it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're working in a in a real bare bones operation here, but we're really excited. We we got the butt boy himself, we got writers it's it's jam packed with <laughs> action here, but We wanted to welcome Tyler Kornak and Ryan Cook to the show. How are you guys doing?
4: Good, good. Thanks for having us.
5: Good. How are you guys? It's now four dudes. That's
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to change the name of the show just for this episode. (laughs) It's going to be really difficult for our our listeners to find it.
5: People are going to be so confused. (laughs) You promised promised them one thing and they got another.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's the our listeners are actually used to that. We I think we generally underdeliver.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Same. We don't we don't even have listeners. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I don't know if you need them though. Well, thank you guys very much for for coming on. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, really appreciate it. And in not only in watching the movie, we do we like to do a little bit of research. Actually, Colin's the real research guy. But for this episode, I actually had to do work. I oh,
0: don't know. I hope you didn't get too deep.
1: <laughs> um, if you would consider watching every tiny cinema video too deep, <laughs> oh, boy. then oh, boy. yeah, we that's we that's way that.
4: too deep. That oh, is, yeah, not, uh, godspeed to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we were having we were texting each other like, oh, did you see this one? Did you see this one? And oh, that's we, great. yeah, we were getting real into it. So first question I wanted to ask, like, how did you guys start tiny cinema?
5: So Ryan and I, uh, we used to work together at a, um, at a, at a music school. We ran a music school. It was a really shady, really shady place. Uh, I, I don't even know if I would actually call it a real music school, but we didn't own it by the way. It wasn't shady didn't. because of us. It was yeah. shady
4: because of the owner. <laughs> But yeah
5: we ran we ran the LA branch there was a branch in New York we ran the LA branch Ryan and I were friends through music we played music together around town and uh, he, he got me a job there and we ended up writing it and it was just uh, yeah it was just kind of a miserable environment but it was kind of the birth of tiny cinema and when Instagram changed the uh, their videos to one minute, we were kind of overwhelmed and uh, intimidated by YouTube, just because there's so many people out there doing things. So we just kind of thought, oh, it could be interesting to uh, to make a one minute kind of cinematic, weird experience every week and see uh, see if people like it. So it kind of came from that, and that kind of with the with the intention of always wanting to eventually make something bigger and get into film and TV, but just as kind of a foot in and get get uh, an audience reaction. So we started just coming up with ideas with our our other partner uh bill morian who shoots uh all he shot the movie and he shoots all of our videos and we all all three of us write the sketches and stuff together so yeah all three of us got that going and uh yeah it's just been that for years now actually which is weird to say
4: yeah coming up on four actually it's like the first
5: time we shot a tiny yeah it feels like yesterday i know
0: is that since we watched them actually we've been We've been quoting a few of them. I feel like we've we've said uh, "She's pussing for you, my brother" like twenty times. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's our, our favorite. favorite.
4: Our, that's definitely mine and Tyler's favorite. We uh, we
5: that was All the right. other. That's the other feature. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, we're filming
5: that. We're filming that after quarantine.
0: That actually. Uh,
5: no, that one, I don't think we can do. I
0: was gonna say that actually kind of follows up into what I was gonna ask you next. Uh, you know, Out of all the videos that you've done over the years, what was it about Butt Boy that made you wanna be like, this needs to be a feature film?
4: Well, what happened was is we always loved Butt Boy and it was like kind of the one that got shared the most um, and did the most uh, views of, of any of our videos like between like other main pages sharing it and like even when we posted on Facebook and we don't even have any Like that many followers on Facebook and still somehow got hundreds of thousands of views. And we always joked about like kind of extending it into like, like episodes, like, Oh, we're going to do like the second part of butt boy, like next week and like film it. Yeah. That's where the
5: detective came from. Yeah. And we always
4: laughed about the idea of like, you know, kind of uh, just continuing the saga of butt boy on Instagram. And then we were talking about writing together and then just kind of out of nowhere, I was like, oh, dude, we should totally just turn this into a movie. And we both, like, looked at each other. Like, we just had, like, the best idea in the world. And we just went and got hammered and wrote an outline and then started writing it and didn't stop until we, like, started shooting it, basically. Like, it's been... It was kind of like a whirlwind two years of, like, writing to completion.
5: Yeah, we were at a bar. We were at uh, Mm -hmm. Red Lion. Shout-out to Red
0: Lion. Well, miss you. We miss you.
1: <laughs> not a sponsor.
0: <laughs> not, a, not a sponsor. Yeah, we're actually we're on the east coast, so there's probably a red line over uh, <laughs> there. What? What?
4: What up? What part? What, what city are you guys in?
0: Uh, we both live over in New York. Uh, I'm kind of upstate New York. Oh, great! A bit. great. Yeah, the Sky's closer to the city.
5: Oh, great! that's awesome. It's been crazy there. You guys doing yeah.
1: all right? I don't like going out and dealing with people anyway, so this has been a dream. Yeah,
5: I'm the same way.
4: Yeah. <laughs> kind of tucked away, like doing
5: our own thing. I mean I've been quarantining for a decade.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm home, I'm like, man, there's so many video games and movies I can catch up on. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. That's I said I was like, <laughs> I've been totally. doing this for years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
4: what virus? <laughs> yeah. What's going on out there?
0: <laughs> I wanted to ask, though, I noticed Chip Gutchel is kind of a, a reoccurring character in Tiny Cinema. Is that name an inside joke or is this actually <laughs> yeah. like the same guy? Yeah, we
5: just well, first of all, we just think it's a funny name. Uh, <laughs> it's, a re- it's a ridiculous name, but it's actually my godfather's name. Uh, <laughs> who, who I don't really know. At all, uh, I saw him at my sister's wedding last year and told him that I'm making a movie with his name in it. He's pretty weirded out. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think he got it at all. I was like, it's about a guy putting stuff up his ass, and he was like, oh, I'm even more confused. He's like, please and don't use my name. <laughs> I completely regretted opening my mouth at all, but uh, so yeah, he has no idea. But it's it's named it's named after him, and uh, we just thought it was a funny suburban man name (laughs) i guess
1: it almost works because like he's he works in it his name is chip like i I was like okay maybe this is working on like multiple levels
5: yeah it's a chip it's it's on the nose (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: so when you guys are looking to expand this this one minute short and turn it into a full movie what was that process like with adding the elements i mean you say you're you're drinking at a bar i'm assuming it's a lot of (laughs) like throwing bullshit at the wall and like dude let's fucking do it like
5: yeah. yeah. A lot of the bullshit stuck though. It, uh, but um, yeah, there was a number of things. I mean, again, like Ryan said, we uh, we talked about doing it for a while, just extending it. So we knew we had the detective to work with. We knew we were going to write it for Tyler Rice, which is, you know, it kind of does the work for you in a way. Yeah. It's, it's like he is that person kind of. So we, um, we knew that that was going to work and we knew that we wanted to, end it where it goes I don't want to say too much about the ending but we knew we wanted to get it there so it was kind of just filling in the blanks and then talking about Chip's home life and what he deals with and uh it's kind of evolved from that I think
4: yeah yeah we uh I mean one thing was always set in stone is that we knew we wanted to play it 100% serious like we knew it was going to be played as like a thriller drama so we always had that working with it and, like, we were able to just kind of unravel it in this sort of, like, fashion. Once we knew, like, what the ending was going to be, and again, we don't want to spoil it for people who haven't uh, seen the movie, it was kind of easier to kind of connect the dots from the to the beginning of the story of, like, how we were going to set it up.
1: Actually, one of the notes that we had was that the casting with with Tyler Rice was perfect him as that detective is just so spot on so it actually makes a lot of sense that you guys would have written it with him in mind were there any other characters in the movie that you kind of wrote with somebody in mind
5: well I guess there was me but yeah, well, yeah. um that's <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's only because uh you know I was in the original short I think we talked about for a short time maybe putting somebody else in it besides me but um just so I could direct more but it just made more sense logistically, and uh, but no, everybody else we had to cast. I think we had we had some people in mind. We had a few people in mind for each role, and then we auditioned uh, for the roles as well, including the kids, which was a, a weird process. It was process. a um, hard sell, but we had to write emails to all the parents uh, and tell them what
4: the movie was about before, yeah. like it, we didn't want to like trick anyone like oh it's this but then you don't want people to show
5: up and find out so we were very like just so you know it's about this and (laughs) a lot of kids showed up so yeah that's
1: i don't know if that's good or bad (laughs) yeah
5: i think it's i think it's bad but (laughs) (laughs) good for us not great for humanity
0: You had mentioned that you guys, you know, started at the music school and that you played music together. The music plays a huge part in the atmosphere of the movie. And like for me at least, I felt like it heightened the comedic punch in a lot of scenes. Like the music just made me laugh so so much. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What what were your some of your like inspirations in writing the score for the film? Uh,
5: there was a lot of stuff, man. I, I think we had some stuff we took out with wailing guitar solos like from the 80s. <laughs> like, it was too... Again, it was too... It was too funny. Too goofy, yeah. It too, was goofy. too It was too much. So we wanted the score to be kind of kind of good, you know? Like you put it on your car and you're like, oh, this is kind of good. Uh, so yeah, I think we talked about... I think Good Time was a popular film at that time. So the synth-driven stuff, Drive, uh, and then just films from the 90s and 80s. Heat uh, he was a lot... We, we emulated Heat a lot with the guitar solos and ended up taking a lot of that stuff out. But um, the, there's a song in the tunnel where he's being chased. We talked about Psycho a little bit, kind of as a Psycho yeah, vibe yeah, yeah, with a yeah. techno beat behind it. So just like kind of a new age and throwback combination. But yeah, the, the score was really great to have because we wrote it while we wrote the script. And um, that was cool because we could put it in into the script and we played the music on set for certain scenes. We, we wrote some songs after, but most of it was done mm-hmm. uh, as we wrote the screenplay. And it could kind of be like, oh, this would be a great visual uh, section right here. We don't even have to have dialogue here. We could just have music carry it and all that stuff. So it was very beneficial.
1: That's awesome. Actually, we did a segment because we have a segment on the show called The Trailer Park where we talk about trailers for upcoming movies and Butt Boy was one of the trailers that we did. Uh, it's actually how oh, wow. we found out about it is Colin was like, dude, did you see this trailer? And then he sent it to me. <laughs> and we, I was like, what is it? He's like, it's called Butt Boy. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me, I got to see this. And and just the 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 aesthetic, not only the sound, but like the visuals and everything in it, like all combined, I was like, this looks fucking awesome. Like, because oh, like you. What yeah, you're saying idea. with like that sound, like that's exactly the type of like, sound and feel that like we really love like that kind of like 80s action but also like this this like weird like neon grit to it like to not have a totally better descriptor but
0: no that's 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 right on yeah it's actually cool because we've we've mentioned like the safety brothers in good time and like the music for their films a lot on this show and we were watching Mm -hmm. it i was i was getting the same vibe from there
5: yeah almost like a more commercial obviously dumber version of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of speaking to that, because I think an element that we both really liked is that this movie is absurd by nature, but it's played super straight and it has such a dark tone. But I was wondering, like, while you guys are filming this, were there any scenes where the absurdity of the movie itself, you kind of had to like pull, pull back the way you were acting? Like, was there any moments where you were almost falling into the ridiculousness of the story itself?
4: We oh, yeah. actually had to cut a scene that was way too funny. Well, we like, cut
5: we, we cut six scenes actually. Yeah, but there was one that
4: was just would have been
5: way too funny for the movie. The, uh, yeah, we knew we knew it while we were filming <laughs> it. We were we were there. We're like, there's no way this is going to be in the movie. But we had we, we had this actress come, and I felt so horrible for her. But there was a there was a scene with a uh, African American prostitute that the that the detective sleeps with. And uh, it was so pointless to have the scene. Like he got the address to his ex-wife's house from her. And it was like, it was basically just for the sake of making ourselves laugh and have him be with this prostitute. And what Tyler Rice did in the scene was just ridiculous. And <laughs> We were God. all just trying not to cry laughing. And uh, it was just way too goofy for the film. It it, it turned into like a black exploitation <laughs> film all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just... He was like,
4: Give me some sugar. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a mess. It was a mess. it
5: was it was ridiculous. But yeah,
4: there was a there was stuff like that that we definitely realized like whoa okay. Yeah, and then there the... was there were
5: scenes at the office too where we got into Chip's work life a little bit more. Where there was a scene with him and the boss. Uh, he, he's he trying to kind of make himself a little bit more present in the company, and the boss just doesn't give him the time of day. So that way, the arc at the end had a little bit more. Oh, he got a promotion and. But going through it, it just didn't fit the vibe. It was a little bit too. It was too funny. Again, it was like there was there was a there was a bunch of scenes like that. There was a boxing scene. There was a whole other side story with the with the chief of police, where there was a full fist fight scene between him and uh, between him and Russell Fox and in, in the police station. And uh, we were like, "What the fuck is this?" So we got rid of that. And then, uh, yeah. So there was a lot.
1: I mean that's that's good that you actually have that that foresight to be able to look at that and be like man this is really gonna kill that kill that tone we're going for but I really want to see some of those scenes I are those deleted scenes going to be on like a blu-ray or anything or
5: it's not on the blu-ray no um what, I think some of them are cut and some like the black exploitation one we didn't even edit which we should we definitely should it's so funny we had a uh, we had a computer issue halfway through. our computer crashed which is why it took so long to. Be- put this whole thing together but we'll have to go through and do that the other ones we do have cut and we if anybody gives a shit you know if, <laughs> if anything I'll, you
1: oh, i would love that i would i would love to just see like a like tyler rice almost as like a dolomite style like <laughs> totally his, oh God, his yeah. own spinoff like just post post butt boy after the success of that and he's just like oh totally he's like so high on himself he's like yeah i fucking did it i got butt boy
5: yeah exactly or yeah we talked about chip's son getting whatever chip has and detective fox is all old and he lives on a
4: like a cantina (laughs) like cocktail
5: (laughs) but he's he's called back to work (laughs) somebody else can direct that one
0: (laughs) i'm gonna try and be cryptic for our listeners not to spoil anything but can you tell us about the design of the the tunnel and how much CGI or visual effects were used and I guess how difficult was that to light?
5: Uh, Yeah. So the tunnel we shot at um, the Bronson Bat Caves in Hollywood. It's a, it's an old, it's a place you can hike and you can go up there, but it was originally used for film locations and things are shot there all the time now. Um, Like Adam West, the original Batman series was shot there where, the Batmobile comes out. It's the exterior shot. Like anything, basically anything that takes place in Afghanistan shot in LA is shot in the exterior of that cave. So we wrote the whole script with kind of, because of our budget, we wrote for the locations. So we would kind of be like, all right, well this, we're going to write this scene to be here because that's what we're going to have access to and whatever. So we looked at a few other caves, but we knew we were going to do it in that cave. And, um, it was super hot and a nightmare to shoot, but also amazing to shoot. It was like the best experience ever, but really exhausting because we had to shoot until, you know, we would start at 5 PM and go to 5 AM some nights and we had the kids there and it was literally 115 degrees. And so all the sweat you see is real in there. And uh, yeah, it was just really grueling in this big space, but really cool. Like up in the Hollywood Hills, it has a lot of history. So it felt really cool to shoot there. And, um, we knew from the beginning of the script we were gonna have that in there. The, the look of it was kind of like a Hail Mary pass. That whole section of the film was a Hail Mary pass because you're like, are we actually gonna go here to this place uh, and do this? But um, it was really scary. But um, yeah, the, the, as far as lighting goes, we had access during the day to go up there to kind of like plan it all out. But again, because of our budget, we couldn't afford a fire marshal to be up there, which you have to have if you have any sort of electricity going. So, all the lighting you see in there, all the red lights are solar powered and battery powered lights. And we had to rig up as props to uh, Bill Morian and Joel LaVol, They uh, they had a great system where we could light it from, um, you know, light it from wherever we wanted. It. They would just exchange these battery powered, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, gen- generators and. Uh, solar powered lights and it was pretty wild it was crazy
1: that would be an interesting plot twist in the batman lore to find out that the batcave the reason no one can find it it's actually in chip's asshole
5: yeah <laughs> exactly and then the origin story of how that happened <laughs> yeah. well that's every, obviously where you th- <laughs>
4: the entire batman universe takes place in chip's uh, asshole,
5: <laughs> Chip's asshole is Gotham City.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, I actually did have a question about that because kind of going back to the the Chip Gutchel saga and whether it is the same guy or with Butt Boy, and wonder if you guys are like trying to make your own cinematic universe, like a like a tiny cinematic universe or TCU, if you want.
5: Yeah, TCU is great. I never heard that. Um, <laughs> definitely, for sure. I think, um, if anything, I think ideas need to come first. So it would be weird to just like only write solely in there. But I think even if there was different ideas, you know, even little subtle nods to it <laughs> or whatever, but, um, yeah, the County, it takes place in. we've talked Fritica. about a lot. Yeah, Fritica Fritica county, county is, uh, uh, is the name of it. And, uh, yeah, we've, we definitely talked about that. We really talk about that really, even in our sketches online, that's kind of where that was uh, more prominent to having that universe. but. Uh, Um, for sure we always think of it and we we also talked about uh you know in in a few years from now if it has a little bit of a cult thing god willing i hope it does and i really hope it does but who knows you know but um making some sort of a graphic novel i always thought that Bud boy could be a great, great graphic novel
1: that would be awesome i colin and i are actually both huge comic book fans too and, oh, and funny enough, like a lot of what you guys are saying is like really vibing with us. And like I said, I actually told you guys before we started recording that Butt Boy feels like a movie that was like catered to our tastes. And now oh, that's even that's great to hear. Oh, yeah.
5: That means we could all hang we could all hang out. That's what that means. <laughs> I
1: I love that. Social distancing, of course, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also like it's just funny. Cause like you guys were mentioning how like you first met in like a music school. Con and I first met, we played in, in bands and we played like oh, locally. No oh wow. So like, it's just weird how like music can lead to like movies and like this joint appreciation for like all of these different types of art forms. And I think it's really interesting hearing that from you guys, because I think a lot of that taste comes through in this film. Oh that's great to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I it's do.
5: great to know that people like you guys uh enjoyed it and kind of get the voice of it cuz ultimately when you make something like this it's like you're you have to be your own audience. There's no way you can kind of measure out who is going to get it and not get it and it's been very split down the middle which we kind of always knew it would like some people they just don't understand it and uh you know that's never it's never a comforting feeling but you talk to people like you guys and it makes it all like, it makes it all worth so it. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, definitely. So thank you. Yeah, thanks guys.
5: Because
4: you know, we always knew we were trying to make sort of you know like a a new age midnight movie, and we're glad that like people are kind of like latching onto it, which is just sucks that you know the with the social distancing that we weren't able to actually have a midnight screening of it, but you
0: know
5: yeah. maybe maybe soon.
0: Yeah, this is. Uh, it was supposed to come out in theaters, right? Yeah, it got
5: select theaters through Alamo Drafthouse, who runs Fantastic Fest. Tim League is the guy who runs the whole thing there, and he really loved the movie, so he was really behind us on it. And uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. So it was going to be in select theaters just for a few weeks, but it was going to be in New York and stuff too. So you guys could have, you could have gone, but um, but we never really had the intention of it going to theaters. It was kind of like a pleasant surprise. We made yeah. this we made this to stream, you know, it's like we were such a small movie and we shot it so bare bones that, you know, it was such a great surprise to know that it could even do that. And really (laughs) funny, just ridiculous that the fact that it could be in the theater. But um, (laughs) so it wasn't that big of a blow. It was just kind of like we were gearing up for it all. And then all this happened. So,
1: well, if it's any consolation, I think this movie would still play very well on a big screen. Cause again, like it, it's so crazy. And like, even when we were watching the tiny cinema and you see right away, it's like one minute, it's like, okay, like a one minute video on YouTube, but then you watch it and you're like, it, this doesn't feel like an amateur production.
5: Oh, well, thank, thank you. You. Thank you. That's, you guys are so nice. Can we, can we do this every day?
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys want to come on when we review whatever, Black Widow or some Let, shit? Like, let's just call it, four, let's just call it. Four oh, dudes. Four it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, we got the system figured out to do it now, so. Yeah,
0: Yeah, actually, going off of what Sky just said, one of the first shots of the movie is kind of like that uh, revolving shot around the office, and I think that's such a good shot to open up the movie with because I was just like, oh, man, this is like... I'm really digging this already.
5: Oh, great. I'm so glad. I'm a huge fan of opening shots. That's like, uh, you know, I'm a a huge fan of any intro. In a concert, how, how the artists come out or a movie starts or anything like that so yeah I'm glad I'm glad it worked that was the first shot we shot of the movie too so it was really intimidating there was like so many extras there and I was like oh here goes nothing here's (laughs) butt boy
1: (laughs) let's dive into butt boy now thank you so this so the skit obviously started as one minute and I noticed that there is there is another character besides chip besides uh, his wife but the doctor I could almost take a prequel movie just about the doctor. Cause I feel like the doctor in the skit versus the doctor in the movie, there's so much more character packed. Oh in, yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
4: Definitely.
5: Well, that guy is just great. Um, Michael something field. I forget his name. Michael
1: Luganbiel.
5: Oh, Luganbiel. Yeah. And he's yeah, just,
1: He's just he's so great. A
5: lot of it. Yeah. He showed up and, um, he had worked previously on a buddy of ours movie and he was so he was great in that movie. He kind of stole the movie. And, uh, I, I met him like maybe one other time before, but he showed up and there was so much stuff we had to cut out of that guy's takes too. And I was trying so hard not to laugh, but he was doing like a, he was doing a Nazi voice at one point while putting his fingers (laughs) up, and like all, all this different stuff. He was, he was so great.
1: Yeah, like right out the gate when I I saw that guy, I was just like, there's a a full story just in that. Because, like, in the skit, when he gets the prostate exam, it's very matter of fact. But then in this, there's like so much malicious intent in his (laughs) eyes. Exactly. That I'm just like, what the fuck is going on?
5: Yeah, you have to ask yourself, too, did he give him the sickness? You know, is there something with that doctor that, you know, he has it or he's passing it along? and he's giving it to Chip through his fingers, you know?
1: <laughs> I like that. That's how you plant seeds for the TCU. <laughs>
5: this is becoming a brainstorming session.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now that you have Butt Boy in the books, it's it's out there for people to find it. What do you guys have, I guess, up the pipeline? Uh, either, do you have like more tiny cinema that you know you wanna work on or?
5: A little bit of both, We or a little bit of everything. So. We just shot, uh, we, we had three days left on production for something we just shot that got canceled because of the virus. We just couldn't keep doing it, but we had three days left and uh, we shot an anthology kind of series, or like a, kind of our version of The Twilight Zone, where it's called Tiny Cinema and it's kind of a pilot on spec that we're sending around to a bunch of people. But yeah, it's, it's essentially three different short films. They're not the one minute shorts, but they're, you know, they're like five to seven minutes long. And they kind of exist in the in the TCU, as you would say. <laughs> and uh, it's a host that there's this little uh, <laughs> this little handicap host that's kind of guiding you through this world and setting up all these different scenarios, and they all connect. So we're editing what we did shoot of it right now, and Ryan's been scoring it through the computer while I'm editing it, and. Uh, we're editing the rest of it and then as soon as the madness is over we're going to finish up shooting the last short film of it so um we don't know when that's going to be released or even where it's going i mean worst case scenario we're just going to release it independently but we met to pitch it all around town to comedy central and adult swim and all these different places and they liked it they had a lot of notes and they were like Uh, show us more basically so we just shot the whole pilot (laughs) we're just like all right well this is what it's gonna be so yeah we'll see where that ends up and then yeah ryan and i are always writing we did another screenplay that we need to do another draft on but corona kind of makes you uh not want to do that so and we have the editing going on so it's just a lot but um yeah we have a bunch of stuff going
0: that's awesome i'm actually like really looking forward to that because it's like i said me and sky were watching tiny cinema and we're we're texting each other back and forth and we, we love all the skits yeah they're just
5: extended versions
0: um yeah we, so some I of them know. are
5: yeah all, the, the first three from the pilot are extended versions of the one some of the one minute ones. Yeah. so uh blister unfortunately isn't in there but like the motherfuckers one when the guy fucks the mafia I don't know if you guys saw that one, but that's one of them. There is no, she is one of them where the guy doesn't get it. That's what she said joke, but they're, they have the production value of butt boy, like they're higher end looking and they just feel more full and there's more character development in all of them, but they're still shorts. So, uh, it's just kind of just taking the tiny cinema idea to an 11 and seeing how far we can take that. And that's kind of what it is.
1: I mean, I'd definitely be excited to see that. I, I think, you know, we do research for the show. Well, I should say Colin does research for the show. I just show up in my pajamas and tell dick jokes. But, <laughs> Let's hear <yeah>. one. <laughs> um, but in this one, like, we both did such a deep dive in the research and, like, watching all the tiny cinema and going through. And this had to be, like, some of the most fun I had doing work on this show.
4: Oh, that's so great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm really happy that you guys were able to talk to us. I, I, this has been awesome.
0: Yeah, thank you so much.
5: Likewise, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, me. thank you. It was great to meet you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Even if it is through this virtual means, it it still works. It still works the out. The way
5: you meet people now? You know.
1: Yeah, we're we're living in the future now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I want our our listeners, the Swampies. That's what we call them. I didn't preface that. I should have warned yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners are swamp, a bunch of fucking swampies, but they know that. <laughs> if you guys have uh, anything that you want to, to kind of like plug or promote, like where can our listeners find your work?
5: Okay, well, Buffaway, the Blu-ray came out today and there's special features on there where you can see behind, behind the scenes of how we did it. <laughs> if, you, for, if you give a shit, I don't know. And you can get, you can also just rent the movie or buy it on Amazon, iTunes, uh, Google Play, PlayStation, Xbox, Fandango, all those. And uh, yeah, uh, check out our Instagram, tiny underscore cinema, and you can um, go into the wormhole of the TCU.
1: I love that TCU is catching on. <laughs>
5: yeah, we're, I'm keeping that. I love yeah. it.
1: You guys can, you guys can have it. You don't even have to credit us. I'm just happy that it's out there. <laughs>
5: we'll hide, we'll hide two dudes somewhere in the crest of the logo. Yeah. There, you <laughs> there you go. go. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I really wanted to thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing what you guys have coming up next.
0: Okay. Well, thank, well, thank you. So much. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, uh, we'll get
4: those, um, deleted scenes and send them over to you guys when we can.
0: Yeah. That'd be awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Well, all right, man. That was again, such a good time. Yeah. Thank you so much, Shelby, Christina, Tyler, and Ryan for for coming on the show because we had a great time. Uh, I hope everyone, if you haven't seen the movie, you check it out now. Hopefully it's piqued your interest, but that was, you know, it was super cool and there was a bunch of stuff that I didn't know and I'm I'm sure other people didn't know and really awesome. Yeah,
1: we might have to to take Tyler and Ryan up on that four dudes movie reviews and uh, just bring them on for a random ass episode in the future. (laughs) Be like, why am I here?
0: (laughs) You have the expertise. To tell us about uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. let the Tenet So, episode. what did you think of Tenet? But yeah, no, it was it was it was really awesome.
1: You want to get into the the full
0: blown review? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into this movie. So, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's funny because we you know we did the trailer park and this came out. I'm watching it and I was like texting you and I was just like, dude, like, this this movie speaks for us.
1: Yeah, it's like a little. It's like a little too on the nose for our taste.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh well, what do you mean by that?
1: Like I think it I mean even from the trailer we were picking up on like a lot of the tone. I think it was hit in a lot of those points that we made in the trailer park where we were like, "Man, I really hope it does this or that," you know, mm-hmm. without getting spoiler or you know, talking too deep about, you know, what happens, but I th- I think it um it delivered a lot on what we were expecting and hoping for. Yeah.
0: Okay, no, I I get you. Uh, this movie's directed by Tyler Cornack. It's written by Tyler Cornack and Ryan Cook. Tyler stars as Chip, aka the Butt Boy. I would say I would say I would say Tyler Rice is your main character. He plays Russell Fox. He's the detective. Shelby Dash plays Anne. Christina Clifford plays Judy. And Austin Lewis is Rick Mitchum. So I don't know. I uh we I went to this movie. I was excited to watch it. I'm gonna just say this now, and this you know this doesn't really spoil my grade at all. But we've said before on the show that the worst thing that you could be as a movie is just something that is going to just leave your brain afterwards, like something that doesn't stick with you. It's unmemorable. And I definitely feel like this movie is super memorable. I I can definitely agree with that. Even on
1: name alone, you're going to you're going to remember that. But then what the movie gives you. Yeah, it's going to it's going to stay in your brain like this isn't like some you know middling crap that you're just like oh what the fuck was that and you're like
0: toss it out and it's not it's nothing generic about mm-hmm. it it's it's one of a kind that's that's for sure you you know what i mean there's there's movies that where you watch them and you're just like whatever and then you you don't even remember what you watch like the day after this is one of those like i would really like to show this to people and uh you know we'll we'll get into why and stuff like that but i i don't think that if you watch this movie you're going to forget about it which is really cool right i want to hit on the tone And kind of the the comedy in this, because I think that's super important because that's a lot of the movie.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's like the whole movie
0: for me personally. This the way that this movie and the comedy in it is like played out just like was perfect for me because I love things that are like like played super serious when it's obviously not. And that's like that's basically the whole joke of the movie. And it's got this ridiculous premise, but everything in this movie is played super straight. And I thought that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, dude. And I know in the past, you've mentioned that not a lot of dark comedies really do it for you because it's hard to toe a line in that tone. But I think what this movie does really well is it's the idea is so absurd, but the movie is so dark and and grounded that that is the joke like that's where the the comedy comes from
0: I agree that's for me like that's like the number one thing about the movie you know I'm I'm watching it and I'm laughing a ton but there's not like a ton of like jokes if any you know what I mean like there's not parts that are written as a joke it's the things that are happen are absurd and the way they play out is fucking hilarious like the part with the sorry piece the way that plays out I thought was hilarious. Oh yeah. Dude, the cuts
1: between when he first discovers himself and he's like staring like dead faced and you don't know what he's staring at yet. Then it cuts to the dog lost my shit. I was like, Oh my God.
0: There's, and there's like a few like other parts too, where it's supposed to be really serious. And I was just like, like the part where (laughs) the part where the detective climbs under the, the desk and finds what he finds. And it's so serious oh, yeah. and the music is like swelling. Like I, <laughs> I was dying <laughs> so good. If anyone is confused by like what they're watching, I guess like, cause I've heard, you know, I, th- I think Tyler said that in the interview is just like, I-, I don't know if they, if they understand what they're going for. Cause for me, like I was just getting, it. I thought it was hilarious, but I guess if you aren't really about like that, like, and you would rather it be more like slapstick or whatever, then I guess it this wouldn't like hit you as hard. But I think what they did with, the way they made this movie so funny and almost trying to not be funny is awesome.
1: It definitely takes a certain kind of humor. And uh, I'll say this, it's probably not for everybody. Yeah. But we've also said on this show like a hundred times, if you're shooting to appeal to everybody, you almost you almost appeal to nobody because it's, like we said before, it's middling, it's bland. So I think them kind of catering this to this kind of this weird sense of humor and this it's, it's like really dark. And like, I think that serves the movie much better. I think you have more of a chance to find your audience. If you just try to make it what you want to see, like in a movie, I think you get more success out of that. Anyways,
0: I was going to say also that there's a lot of implied humor. Like they, they never actually show any of the, the butt boys, <laughs> uh, doings <laughs> to <sit. laughs> to put it lightly like they
1: yeah i mean there's a little montage but it's not like you're i mean it's not like hardcore porn like you're you're not actually watching a guy shove. up actually we should have asked him if he actually put anything <laughs> up his butt
0: i was gonna say though like
1: we we dropped the ball on that
0: we uh, i guess so fuck but no like fuck. they um you know they, they don't ever show you anything like that but i think that is funnier than actually like showing it like when it cuts to like A kid's face and then the next scene is a missing kid poster that's way funnier in my opinion yeah because then it's also like how did he do that (laughs) yeah i think uh there's a few things going forward that we would like to talk about that might be a little bit uh like spoilery so if you haven't seen it i think this is a good time to to shut off go watch the movie come back yeah spoiler alert now yeah so there's a subplot. I guess I don't even know if it's a subplot, but th- this movie turns into like almost like a superhero type type deal. Oh dude, that turn was amazing. Were were you feeling that the uh the superhero turn?
1: Yeah, dude, that's why that's why I mentioned uh to Tyler and Ryan. I was like, is this going to be like a TCU? It's like this is kicking it off like this is basically their Iron Man.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am butt boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it made me think too. I'm like so early on it starts and he's getting a prostate exam and that doctor seems kind of like evil. Like he's kind of almost has like this darkness behind him. And I, I love that Tyler also mentioned, he's like, yeah, it makes you kind of question like, did he turn him to like, he pass on this sickness or anything. And I like, I like that theory, but I'm also thinking like, cause we find out his ass has powers. Yeah. Which is insane.
0: Which also like, I love, I really like that payoff just because there's a line with Tyler, and like the uh, the police chief, yeah, played by Brad Potts, and he's basically like, I don't know how he's doing it, but the more he does it, the stronger he becomes, and I I thought that was hilarious because yeah. I that just that line like cracked me up, but then yeah, later on it turns out that it's true, like he, he's developing powers yeah, for like, this. How did he know that?
1: <laughs> how did he get it right? Based on what?
0: He's just a really good detective. Yeah, well, dude, that's Tyler fucking Rice for you. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Russell B. Fox. The superpower thing doesn't always work for me in the movie, but the payoff that there actually was a, like he actually was getting stronger and it wasn't just like almost like a metaphorical stronger, I thought was really funny.
1: Yeah. My question is, do you think maybe that doctor had like a dosage, like a small dosage of like a super soldier serum on his fingers. And then when he popped it up his butt, it made just his butt super soldier strong. Mm -hmm. And this could potentially be backdoor MCU. No, I don't think so. (laughs) All right. Well, it was worth a shot. One of these days it's going to work.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, it actually was backdoor MCU. (laughs) My mind would be blown podcast over. (laughs) I really like the acting on this. I don't think Tyler's necessarily an actor. And I, I know he said in the past that he, I don't think he's going to direct and act in the same thing, but I, uh, you know, I really liked all the acting in this. And in particular, like I thought Tyler was great.
1: Tyler Kornak you're saying, right? Cause it's confusing. There's two sorry, Tylers. Sorry. Tyler.
0: Tyler Kornak. Yes. But I was going to say, I love Tyler Rice as the detective.
1: Yeah. He's got that kind of like, uh, like that. Oh yeah. Well, fuck you. Like kind of attitude. Mm-hmm.
0: His voice and like his mannerisms and stuff. Like the whole time, I was like, I love this character. I really liked what Shelby said about like approaching all of like the uh, the scenes as as if they were like drama, basically. Because I think they all did a great job, and a lot of the scenes between like Chip and Anne, like the family dynamic, were actually like I I felt bad about their family dynamic and stuff, and I think that all like comes out of their performances.
1: Yeah. Now. Let's talk about that showdown in the laser tag. Because mm-hmm. when it got to that point, I was like, "Are they really going to do this showdown in a laser tag?" That's fucking awesome. It was like the perfect place to kind of have that that duel. Because like the the score, which we've talked about with them in the interview, is very it's very electronic and kind of has like this '80s action feel. So then to bring it into the laser tag arena, I was like, "This is fucking perfect." And then you got like the strobe lights and it just adds to the intensity and the swelling music. And then just glimpses of an asshole blasting crazy winds. (laughs) (laughs) Like I really liked that as a, uh, as a set piece for this movie. I think that just fit in perfectly, but then what it leads to, which we hinted at in the interview or you hinted at in the interview, referring to it as, as the tunnel. But now if we're blowing open spoilers, when he's in that asshole, (laughs) I was like, I'm so happy they are in this right now. Like, I'm so happy they did this, because I didn't think the
0: movie would get weirder, and it did. And I was like, bravo! You're just like, I've never been so happy to see the inside of a dude's asshole.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. I've I've had some pretty <laughs> pretty high highs in the past.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Uh... Yeah, I. It was funny because I was like, you know, he gets uh, he gets. Put up his his pooper. and then I was like, "Oh, I, uh, you know, I don't know where this film is gonna go. Like, you know, wh- where are we going now?" And then I, <laughs> the whole part inside of of that, I was like cracking up. Also, it's just what is he? Say? It says like days <laughs> days in the hole. <laughs> you know the thing I'm talking about where he's marking off how many days is in there? Yeah. Just days in the hole. I, I lost. I thought that was really funny too, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I I asked about that though because you know this this movie has a very uh, small budget but there's a decent amount of like visual effects like using there like they have kind of like a almost like poop particles or something but i was sitting there and i was like yeah. i was like damn like this is the messed up version of the upside down from stranger things oh dude i wrote that
1: <laughs> i wrote i said um it's like the upside down but in this it's the inside bottom <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be really hard to go back and watch Stranger Things now.
0: Yeah, I know. Season four is going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the one
1: where Eleven went in that fucking asshole?
0: <laughs> I have a question for you, though. Um, Hit me. What happened to the, the, the one boy? Did he die? Which boy? So there was two boys in the butt. Yeah. Did the one kid die? Are you talking about the
1: guy from his work? Yeah. That kid? Yeah. No, I think he... Oh wait, did he?
0: Now I don't remember. You're I, fucking me up. I'm pretty sure. I thought he came out. No, no, no. I thought no. he came out with them. No, no, it was just the two of them. The detective was missing his kid. The kid was actually in his butthole and then he, he brings him back at the end. And that's like when uh Christina's like running to go see her kid and stuff like that. But I think the, the the kid from the office, I think he died. I think that ant the antacid just destroyed him. <laughs> Just got him. Yeah. Too much hot sauce. Yeah. Well, no, because remember he he chip drinks like a
1: uh, antacid. Oh yeah, and it fucked him up. Yeah, oh, yeah, I
0: oh, yeah. All right. Good point. Yeah, I think that kid died. So that's intense, man.
1: Well, going back to the other kid now. Because I wanted to say like that little twist gives you a reason like why did him and his wife split? Why was there this animosity? It just built this extra layer to his character that was unspoken and I really liked that that was just kind of like under the radar but then you, you kind of get a little bit more of an understanding of like now you have a reason why does he drink? Why is he, you know, spying on his ex through the, through the window and everything like that? So I thought that was a very nice subtle touch.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I would say And, like, this is, like, one of, like, my, like, it's surprising, like, few negatives on the movie. I don't really have much. But, like, one thing, like, almost, like, the line when you find out that that's his kid was, like, just very, it happened very quick for me. And it was just, like, is that your kid? And he's just, like, yeah. And then you put the pieces together. But I almost wish that there was a little bit more of a moment, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I got you. Like, a little bit more of, like, a, wait a minute, like, are you, because also it's, like, how would you recognize your child from a couple years ago or whatever? Because you don't know what they look like now. Because most babies just look like fucking babies. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put ten babies in a lineup, I can't tell you who's who.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that that for me, I was like, I maybe you could have uh you could have done something a little bit differently, or mentioned the, like somewhere in the movie the kid. But I at the same time I get what you're saying where I like that you put a lot of the things together in your head. I like that, you know, that's why he drinks, that's why he was climbing that tree and stuff like that. So Yeah.
1: I'm also interested. How did that kid survive that whole? What was that kid eating?
0: Well, you don't get a ton of answers with the, with the film, like like you were saying. It's actually funny. If, I think if you're somebody who needs the like the how in a movie, like how did that happen? It's not going to work for you because oh well, yeah, yeah. Like I was I was talking to like uh Brianna about it, and she was like, how did how did they fit? How, I'm like, they you don't you don't get that like that's not that's not the point of the movie but I, that's the magic yeah it, it is the magic but that's, I, I was, that's part of the power <laughs> it is and i, I was going to say though if you're someone who needs an explanation then that probably won't work for you it's a movie about a guy who like sucks things into his asshole
1: that's the other thing about it it's it's not just he's putting them up there his ass has the power to suck things up like a fucking high powered vacuum
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but that's i think crazy. explaining that is enough reason to get someone to be like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to dive any further into like the logic because you don't need to. It's like, it is a comedy. It's dark. It's dark comedy, but you don't need to worry too much about why something, or not why, but how something is happening because obviously why is a big part of the story. Mm -hmm. I know on recent episodes we said, oh, like this movie is good in premise, but I think it, I don't think it's enough to stretch to full length. I'm surprised that I didn't get that same feeling from this. And this is coming from a one-minute skit that they extended to a full-length movie. Like, this movie's an hour, 40 minutes. And unlike these other movies where I was like, man, like, they had a good idea, and then they have a shitty middle of the movie, and I'm like, you didn't need to make this a full-length. This could have been a short. This is the opposite, where I'm like, man, this was a short, and then they made it a full movie. But I think that's why those added elements were so important. That's why we touched on them in the interview.
0: I think the added elements are actually really smart in this. The fact that you make it more of like a crime movie, I think is very smart. I really like the AA portion of the movie and like he's his sponsor. I think that's really cool. There's a lot of really smart decisions in this movie, which is like I've been telling that to like a lot of people since I watched it. I'm like, have you seen Butt Boy? And they're like, I don't know if I really want to watch a movie called Butt Boy. I'm like, no, you should you should definitely check it out because it's like it's way smarter than you think it would be. And it's it's like I don't know. I was I was surprised at like just how much I actually like really enjoyed this film. One thing that I that I really enjoyed though, I like a lot of the shots on this movie. I I mentioned in the interview with Tyler, but that revolving shot around the office in the beginning, I really dug. And then there's kind of like a tracking shot that's uh later on with uh with like when they rate the police are raiding that building and it's going through like the windows. Oh, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I really dug that. In general, like again, same thing. I think this has a lot of really great craft behind it. And it's awesome what they did with the budget they had. Oh, yeah, dude. That's really impressive there. What did you think about just kind of like the way that this movie ends? Because that's one thing that like bothered me just a little bit is why was he getting the award? Like, I know it's because he <laughs> he stopped the, the like, they're like, oh, a madman ran into a laser tag thing like you stopped him, but he's still out there. Like, did he just like tell the cops like, yeah, like I fought him off and he ran away?
1: Yeah, I think it adds to the absurdity of it that just these cops are just like, this tech guy is a hero. He stopped our madman detective. Cause also the detective was already on thin ice at his department and everything. So I think it was to exaggerate that, but I think there's not that many settings you could have put it in if you wanted that payoff of blood on everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think it, I think it works for the result but I think the why, again, if you're trying to break down the why in a movie that is absurd as it is, it's kind of like, what are you doing here? But I, I can I can see how that might just be like more of a, con, like a convenient setting. And like, I don't know if that was always the plan to like, that's where it's gonna, that's where the final moments are for Butt Boy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. This is a movie that I'm not sure if like everybody's going to give the chance to, you know, to watch, they're not gonna they give it the time of day, but I definitely think people should. At least, like the humor really hit for me. Uh, I think it's shot really well. It's acted really well. It's super memorable, and um, yeah, I was I was surprised.
1: Yeah, ditto. I think I think we both were very happily surprised by it. But before we j o too hard, do you want to uh do you want to jump into some tomato tomatos? Yeah, on let's
0: it? let's do that. Let's, cause cause we have to. I have a
1: feeling this is gonna be very divided.
0: Um, I don't know. We, we'll we'll see. For any new listeners uh, of the show, the way that we grade our movies here, we give a letter grade, but first we compare the critic score to the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. We call it tomato-tomato, and then we say which side we agree with. So, tomato-tomato, the critics, they are bringing Butt Boy in at a 73%. Uh,
1: what is that? Uh, C
0: or C-minus? Like yeah, C-minus in between a C and a C-minus. Huh, okay, interesting. Yep. The audience score, they are bringing in at a 70 Oh, so they're right there. They're both C minus. Yeah, they're, they're they're really close. I'm actually
1: shocked. Like I, I would have expected like critics to be like a little bit higher, and I would have expected the audience to be much lower. I, I would almost suspect that any casual moviegoer who just accidentally happened upon this would be super confused and be like, "Oh
0: fuck this movie," you know, <laughs> really really upset. Oh fuck this! <laughs> I'm watching Fast Seven. <laughs> yeah, Fast Five. <laughs>
1: Well, I think I think the easy the easiest thing is I'm gonna to say tomato. I agree with the higher grade, mm-hmm. but I graded it higher than a c minus. Y-
0: your boy may have done the same. Maybe you know.
1: ooh, well, like for me, like we talked about it, like I feel like this movie hits on a lot of levels for us. really tickles my funny bone. like this is my kind of sense of humor, like to do a subject matter that's immature, but to do it smart, I really dig on that. so. That played big into my grade. And then, like you said, the style, the look, the feel. Like I gave this a B plus.
0: Bro, you want <laughs> you wanna know what I gave it? I gave it a B plus too.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: I was, you know, like we were talking about it and I was like, because we've we've been talking, I think, more about this movie before an episode than we normally do, but because we had the interviews, we, we've been talking about it more. But I was curious what you're gonna give it because we both liked it a lot. And we were saying like we're probably gonna like rate it like a little bit higher, but yeah, I gave it a B plus. I went tomato. I gave it a B plus. Honestly, like we haven't had a ton of movies so far in twenty twenty, obviously, but like this is definitely the most I've laughed in a movie this year. Like I I really like this yeah. this movie from a comedic standpoint, and like if this was last year, even, and you know we, how many movies we watched last year two hundred whatever yeah two like sixty if I something. compared this to other comedies, I think this would also be really high for last year. Oh yeah, no, definitely. You know, I saw a few things that's like this movie's way better than a movie called Butt Boy should be, and that's definitely true. So if people out there haven't watched Tiny Cinema, you could find them on YouTube or Instagram. They're really funny. But if you haven't seen this movie, definitely check it out.
1: Yeah, I would be interested to see what they do with like a bigger budget. Like I hope this this does well for them, that they can continue making stuff like this. It it would be cool to see what they can do with more players. And more of a, like a world building to expand on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to whatever they got doing
0: next. Same. Well, all right, man. This is exciting. Yeah, the, the exciting times. I, know, I mean, not yeah. the virus, but <laughs> for, for the two dudes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything, at least
1: the virus made it so that uh, everybody was just not busy enough to talk to us.
0: Yeah, we were talking about, you know... We we wanted to get someone on this episode from that was involved in the movie because uh, we enjoyed it and we like you know all the people involved. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna reach out to like a bunch of people. I'm sure like somebody will say yeah. And then we were like, oh my god, <laughs> we, we got four people yeah. on the show. <laughs> how are we gonna do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That, again, thank you, Tyler, Ryan, Christina, Shelby. That was awesome. Cannot say it enough.
1: How much we appreciate everybody taking the time to talk
0: to us. I'm re- I'm really glad though. Like they were they were all super cool. And I'm glad that it was like that. Like we were hoping like, yeah, like I I bet you they're like really like fun people to talk to, which they were, but I'm glad that everything worked out because I told you like the night before I had a dream that I overslept through the interview. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, God damn it.
1: So um, yeah, your dreams, you were stressing this and me, I'm just like walking around all la da da I'm like, I got to go to the bank and I got to do this. And then uh, even when we first called today, like to get set up for the interview, I'm like, I'm eating a chicken wrap, bro. Like. (laughs) You're, you're like sweating over there, and I'm just like, whatever, bro. I'm in my PJs, eating a chicken wrap, drinking a big-ass coffee. <laughs> I can't do that coffee life. Don't worry. I will have the runs in no time. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes.
1: <laughs> it's on brand for this episode. Yeah. Shut up. No, no, no. I, I, I wasn't. Dude, I wasn't poo-pooing on you. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're do doing. <laughs> you swampies, you already know what to do. Follow us at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Follow Tiny Cinema and follow Shelby and Christina at, at their social medias. Go check out all of their stuff on YouTube and everything, too. And uh, go find this movie. It's I think it's still streaming and it's available on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to order the Blu-ray. Yeah, no, I I am, too, for sure. Go to TwoDudesMovieReviews.com. Check out our merch shop there. Write us some five-star reviews on Apple Podcast, And uh, tell your friends. Tell your fucking friends. I don't know what this accent is. <laughs> Tell your fucking friends, don't Irish. I like when you do Irish. It's good. it's good. Top of the morning to you. And on that note, suck it swampies.